It's time for your dose of Lamb Talks, the official podcast of Lambda Kappa Sigma. I'm Sarah Kaboyan. I am Justine Dixon. I am Letitia Warnick. We are pharmacists. LKS sisters. And your Lamb Talks hosts. Our mission is to elevate our sisters through the sharing of wisdom, knowledge, and experiences from our esteemed alumni network and other special guests as we discuss the challenges and opportunities we face within our careers and everyday lives. Tune in monthly to learn something new about the wonderful profession of pharmacy. Sarah. Hello. Is Hello, this are you on? there? Are you there? Hello. Hey. Letitia? Are, are, are we on the, the Lamb Talks interweb? Are we on I the- think we are. I think the podcast is happening. We're on the feed. Hello. We're back. Hello, everyone. Hello, lambs. Hello. Happy New Year. Happy 2022, guys. We're back. And we're excited to be back. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, but we're back. We promise. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a lo- It's been a while. We, while we haven't been here, we've been here for you. We just haven't been here, but we're here now. Yeah. Pandemic has kept us busy and, and, you know, and we know that it's kept you all busy too. So we we are, we know it, we feel it. Yeah. We are excited to bring back the podcast and, you know, deliver you content that you want to hear. So we are excited. Yeah. And I'm just going to plug it now. If you have things you want us to talk about. Lamb Talks podcast at lks.org. Email us. We want to hear from you. Yes, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what you want to hear about. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, Letitia, update me. How have you been? What's new, girl? Nothing. I've been busy. You know, my practice site is going really well. That's we... right. Changed recently, right? You actually okay. I just hit my one year anniversary at site. Oh. One year anniversary. Tell us yeah. about it. I okay. I didn't even know it was happening until I was there that day, and because I I started in January of last year, I had rotations. Um, I had students come on rotation with me, and that was our first rotation. And now it's January, so we are at the one year mark. I know. I remember you saying you were making the change, and you went to site before you started having students so that you could acclimate and get to know your staff that you'll be working with and start building those relationships. And once you have students, they'll know to trust you and everything. And it was the middle of COVID and it was the first winter of COVID and we didn't really know what to expect, but you were very excited early on about the change. felt like it was a good fit. Yeah. And it it has been a great fit. Um, I'm at a small community hospital I work with a family medicine service and they have been just wonderful. We do lots of topic discussions and, you know, chat about the medications and it, it's been very nice and I'm, I'm very happy to be there. And it's, it's nice to also be stable now, you know, kind of familiar with everybody, know what's going on. So I think that's also been really nice too, even though it's been crazy and unstable with pandemic, there's been parts that are now stable for me, which is good. That's so important. Any form of stability just is such a welcome offering, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. And we start the semester. Students all go back. Probably by the time this podcast is out, they'll already be back on campuses. Yeah. You know, so we're starting spring semester. 
studying for your first round of exams, depending on when your semester started. Yeah. So, yeah. It goes by fast. Yeah. What about you? What are you up to? Let's see. So I am still out in the community, um, giving lots of vaccines. Like I know many of our fellow sisters are trying to keep up with what our booster recommendations are and who gets what. Um, I have not administered any pediatric doses yet Mm -hmm. um, at our pharmacies right now. We do offer clinics. I have not partaken in any, but I know some of the clinics were doing pediatric doses, but I have only done the standard Pfizer 12 and up and then Moderna and Johnson and Johnson, which at this point, Johnson Johnson is fairly phased out. We're definitely trying not to use that, but a lot of Moderna boosters, a lot of Pfizer boosters, a lot of calls about home tests. If we have the home tests, Mm -hmm. home tests, baby. Well, you know what? I think we need to give a special shout out to our community pharmacist sisters. I don't know how you're doing it out there. We are thinking about you all the time. Oh, we are sending you all the lamb energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're kicking butt out there. Yeah. And we, you know, we see it. we're thinking of you like keep doing what you're doing because you're really impacting patient care in a positive way. Balancing the workflow of the queue plus those vaccines. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Plus now that the new year all those deductible discussions. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, I feel for you. I work in a hospital, but I've dealt with a couple of them already. And oh, I mean, I had a handful of them already and it was just so stressful. And I know you deal with that all the time. So again, kudos because you are really doing good patient care out there. Yes, we are very proud of all of you. And for our student sisters who are helping the support the pharmacy teams, We know interns are being relied heavily upon right now just with staffing models and we're just really proud of you and just know that like this is this is the experience that is really gonna help you once you're in practice so you know I know it's hard I know it's sometimes might feel a little scary but you're doing good work and we're proud of you definitely definitely the students are definitely having an impact as well Um, So Letitia, when you're talking about stability and things like that, one thing that's been stable for me throughout the pandemic has been LKS. Have you noticed Like I love that. I was reflecting on this when we were getting ready for our episode. And when I was thinking about who and what has helped me these past almost two years now, it truly has been, you know, my close, my family, close friends and Lambda Cap Sigma and all our sisters between one-on-one chats, our virtual calls, virtual convention mm-hmm. going during the summer, both 2020 and 2021. I know 2020, I was um, more present and that just really helped my summer and kind of feeling the energy, even though we weren't in person, but some of the sessions we've had throughout the year and just seeing what everyone's been up to and I I just feel really connected to everyone. And I know that that's what has really helped get me through a lot of tough times during the pandemic when I'm feeling really low is turning to an LKS sister. And I feel really fortunate that we have that. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, the LKS conventions, the virtual ones, the, the 2020 convention was one of the first virtual conferences I attended by far the best. I mean, I don't know if it has to do with the sisterhood or just, 
the fun nature of LKS conventions, but they have been by far my favorite virtual conventions to attend. Obviously, we'd love to be in person if we could, but those have been my favorite conferences out of this whole virtual pandemic and, you know, having to make all these changes. And, you know, I think a lot of, I don't know if we've even had any, I don't think I've attended any in-person alumni events since pandemic started. Everything has been virtual. And I know my student chapter was affected all of last year, having to be completely virtual. And I think for LKS to still have such an impact on you, on me, on other people that I've talked to, I think really speaks to what we're doing, you know, what, what the organization as a whole is doing and the impact it can have on your well-being. Yeah. And I think talking about how the sisterhood has helped us during this time, like Letitia just said, is really profound. And I think using that as an example to show, you know, when you're talking to your potential new members, mm-hmm. like it's the sisterhood that kept you going during this time. Like that speaks volumes because that's how connected we are. Like, even if you aren't physically in person, like knowing you have someone to turn to, or if you feel you're in a good place, being the person people turn to, you know, making yourself available or not being afraid to reach out if you do need help. Like how fortunate are we that we have this network? Yeah, it's awesome. I I think a lot of times we forget that the network is there. Or we forget that, you know, you know, if you're in the moment stressing out, not really sure what to do, you're not really thinking about, oh, I should ask one of my LKS sisters about this, or maybe they could provide some guidance. You know, it's, I, I think it's important to remember that they are there and they can be a resource and, and a support system. Yeah. Or if you like, you think, oh my gosh, I'm going to bother them or I'm taking up their time. Like, I mean, even if they might say, oh, can we talk about this later? Like, you're going to hear from them. Like, you're going to make like connect and be able to have that conversation. Like that's, what's so important is not being afraid to reach out. Like you're never a bother. Like this is part of what we're here for. Yeah. You know, I, I'm a really big fan of trying to find the positives in all these situations. And, you know, as terrible as this pandemic has been, I do think it's kind of helped us like connect virtually. You know, I know my student chapter has been able, they were able to successfully connect all of last year virtually. I've been able to connect with other alumni virtually. And, you know, I wonder if we would have done some of these things and if we would have connected with some of the people we've connected with if pandemic wasn't happening. You know, we would have been so busy with everything else going on. And, you know, maybe we wouldn't have had those opportunities to connect virtually. I I do hope some of that stays afterwards. That's Um, a great point. Like you might've talked to someone or if you were, say like a convention or- on like a round table or a yeah. social where you guys like did like the rooms or something. Yeah. You connected with someone who you wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, obviously we all want to go back to in-person convention and in-person events, but everybody yeah, lives so far away. Sarah, how far do you live from me? Like we, we don't oh seem safe. You are mid Atlantic. I am up in Maine, New wow. England. It is literally three degrees right now up here. Yeah. It's that cold here too. We're so close. And Justine, we talk all the time. And Erin, Regala. Yeah. We're always it's just, it's just interesting, you know, how technology can bring us together and, you know, kind of hold us over until we can actually see each other in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, also, you know, we talk about how like 
I think for me, the longer we've been in this kind of state of time, the heavier it's felt on me, especially. And I think with the turn of this new year and having it yet again, still be a continued, continued, you know, the past few weeks have been tougher, but I think turning to LKS and having the projects and having the involvement and having things to work on and having people to talk to is what kind of breaks up the, you know, the rigmarole, the day-to-day, the mm-hmm. monot- not monotonous, like we're always doing something different and our work's very important. But I think LKS has been kind of my creative outlet, which has been really important. Yeah, I agree with that. I like that. It's it, it's a, a different type of outlet that you can use that's not really not really work related, even though we all get along because we're pharmacists and we, you know, have a lot of the same passions and interests, but it's definitely an, another outlet that can help with some of that stress. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Speaking of stress, how are you managing stress and mental health? Oh my gosh. Well, very exciting on New Year's Day. So I, I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast, but I use the exercise program, Peer Bar, maybe you have a studio near you. Bar class uses stretching and small movement to really focus on your muscles. Um, Pure Bar is kind of one of the branded, bigger named boutique studios. I really enjoy it. We have a studio up here in Maine. And every so often they have milestone classes. So I hit my 250th class. Woohoo! It was very exciting. So trying to get some fitness in. I certainly admit I could do better. Um, but you know what? I'm really proud of where I've gotten with it. So that's one thing that I've been doing. And I think any sort of, you know, easier said than done, but like movement or things that promote your breathing in an intentional setting. Like we don't take enough breaths, you guys. And it's important to really take deep breaths. Like, let's do one right now. Let's do a collective deep breath. I love it. Okay. Close your eyes. Five seconds. Inhale through the nose. One, two, three, four, five. Now, like when you're counseling on an inhaler, you want to hold it for a little bit as long as you can without discomfort. And then out through the mouth in another count of five. And you can do that. Unclench your jaw. And you know what? You just oxygenated your body. I love that. You know, I'm sitting here and you just said unclench your jaw. And I was like, I didn't even know my jaw was clenched, but it is. It it is. It was. And to borrow from Sister Alicia DiParalisa, do a shimmy shake. Shake out those shoulders. I keep so much tension and then my neck and shoulders. So exercise has been one, deep breathing. I use sleep apps at night. I think we both kind of use some form of app for sleep. Or yeah, something. I use, I listen to um, the Get Sleepy podcasts. There's one guy on there I like when he reads, sto- they're just bedtime stories. They're random stories, but it's just nice to like not think about anything else, you know? And I use the Headspace app. It's meditation. They have a lot on sleep now they have focused meditations or I'll go on YouTube and do like sleep meditation or sleep hypnosis. And a lot of that is breathing focused and I guess a little bit of just calming, but I do that. And then I've also um, gotten back into seeing my therapist. Nice. Yeah. 
Nice. It's good that you're able to be consistent with that. I know it is, um, in a sense, a privilege to have access to mental health services and to have a therapist. And I'm very fortunate and thankful that I am able to do that. Um, My therapist is right in town. She's a really great space for her office. And it has really been helpful in both some personal stuff, focusing on my health, my image and perception of myself, helping myself get more focused so that I can be a better, more attentive pharmacist at work. Just a lot of things. So yeah. I love that. I love all of that. Yeah. So you're, you're working on you, which is the most important thing to And we can always talk about more about mental health. So if you guys want us to talk about it more, if you want to talk me to talk about more about finding therapists, stuff like that, you know, email us and let us know. But yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing for. I have another question for you. I really, we chatted about this before we started the podcast, but you said that you were limiting your consumption of social media and I am intrigued by this and I want to know more. Okay. So even though we have our podcasts, I like to listen to other podcasts that are more like lifestyle based. We kind of get tips from them on how to, you know, model our own podcast since we are not, you know, in the biz, if you, <laughs> if you say, but just with everything, you know, I know you guys probably also listen to similar podcasts that I do. And a lot of the focus now is kind of on your consumption of things, whether it's consumption of alcohol, consumption of food you name it. And social media is also one that's very much hot in the discussions right now, mainly because I feel like kind of when I talked about LKS as an outlet, like so much feels like it's not coming from within anymore. Like it feels like I'm taking things in versus allowing myself to kind of like make my own decisions in a sense. Mm -hmm. So recently I did this like once before in the summer But this time around, I feel a little more committed to it. And it's to really limit my social media use and really kind of cut off my access to it just so that I'm not tempted to like keep going back on. So I had my brother change my social media passwords. You could say like, oh, why can't you deactivate it? It's actually very easy, guys, to reactivate your accounts. Like you just download the account, you log back in, done and done. So I needed something to really make sure that I wasn't going to hop on. Um, I technically have two Instagram accounts, so I can get back on Instagram. And sometimes I will because I do like to follow it for go on and check on different businesses or if I want to know like if a special at a restaurant or not that I'm going to restaurants a lot, but like there are certain things that businesses use their Instagram for and I'd like to know. But I haven't been on Twitter. I haven't been on Facebook. Sometimes if I want to know a Twitter, I have to like Google a Twitter and if it's public, you can see it, but you can't like do a lot of going from one account to another, to another, to another. So it kind of cuts off the time spent. Yeah. Kudos to you. I mean, that seems a little intense, but I imagine it's effective. It is in a sense. Like, I think, like I said, like I kind of can make my own decisions. So it's like, I choose to read a book. I choose to watch a movie. It's not like, oh, I saw this person reading a book, so I'm going to read a book. I mean, granted, you know, there's marketing, there's product placement in stores or like how your movies show up on your streaming feed and things like that. But so like you're, you're actually watching the movie then and not looking at your phone while the movie's playing. Yeah. 
I mean, occasionally I'll like text someone or like I'll go on a website, but for the most part, yeah, I'm trying to be more like present in what it is I'm doing. If I'm, if I am texting someone, I'm texting a person. I'm not just like tweeting to the universe or you're not nonchalantly scrolling. Yeah. I'm not resharing a photo in my stories that I'm sharing for really who, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. I mean, sometimes I feel it's interesting. Sometimes I feel like disconnected from certain people because it's like, how am I keeping up with them? It's because I see them on Instagram. Yeah. But then at the same time, I guess the connections I am having are more meaningful because I'm hearing directly from the person. Like they, they intentionally reached out to me or I intentionally reached out to them. Nice. Yeah. So that's nice. I, um, I did like a, a deep clean of all my social media. Maybe, maybe this is definitely before pandemic, but I felt like there was some pages I was following that, you know, were not giving me joy or, you know, making me feel down or just not necessarily feeding my soul or not necessarily people that I even wanted to see or hear about per se, if I maybe lost touch with them or, you know, I didn't like some of the things they were posting and, and I just went and and did a deep dive and unfriended a lot of people cleaned up what I was, what was coming in my feeds. And I think that was something I liked at the time, but maybe I need to do that again. And, you know, you're, you're an inspiration here for trying to cut down on. No, I think, I think like everyone's a little bit different. Like I know, like for me, sometimes it's almost more beneficial to like do like a full cut, but I think the, what your approach was, was probably really good. And a lot of people can try that too, if they're not quite ready to fully like say goodbyes and probably if I ever go back on, that's probably one of the first steps I should do is be honest with myself. Like, what is it I want to see? Like, do I want to see a lot of like clothing stores that are trying to sell me things or do I want more motivational women or mm-hmm. men or whoever? But I definitely like, you know, accounts for women and <laughs> inspirational yeah. quotes and stuff like that. Or like where you learn things like during summer 2020, when we were learning a lot about the aftermath of George Floyd and really, you know, turning in, I think a lot of accounts that were sharing those educational pieces were really helpful. Yeah. So I'm sure we follow those and. I mean, I, you know what, you bring up a really good point about social media being educational. You know, there's so many opportunities, I think, to, to gear it towards, well, what can be helpful? I mean, I follow a lot of pharmacy related things and, you know, I know sometimes people like to use social media to get away from work, you know, and not really talk more about pharmacy. I just love pharmacy so much. I want to talk about it all the time, but I, I use my social media, especially my Facebook to follow some of those other pharmacy organizations and, you know, different things to kind of keep me sharp on what's going on. So I guess it's not all bad. It's just, it's really how you're using it. Mm Mm-hmm. And like, I guess that's like a would be beneficial to why you would have separate accounts. Like you could have yeah. one that you go on to see pharmacy stuff. And then if you don't want to see it, you don't use that specific account or something. So yeah, yeah, there's a lot of different things that you can do, but I think I'm like learning more about myself Yeah, during this time, which is really the ultimate goal. I love that. I love that. You're an inspiration. We try, we try. <laughs> What else do we have going on? It's a new year. So the continuing, oh, I guess going on about learning about pharmacy, the continuing education credits reset for a lot of states. Yes, they, they reset at the, at the new year, right? Yeah. So either yearly or by a lot of states 
the licenses renewed different times, the CEs renew at different times. Yeah. Both my licenses are calendar year. So yeah, my, my Pennsylvania, when we were chatting about this, so we were talking about this before. Yeah. You said it was my Pennsylvania license. They, they, it's every two years and they reset in September is when they expire and you, you have to apply for a new one. But, um, I also have a New York one from when I was in New York for my residency. And I got so alarmed this past June when it expired because I had to renew it and it was every three years and I submitted it, the paperwork, it was all fine, but then they only gave me like two years and a couple of months instead of three years. And I was so freaked out. I was like, what's going on? Like, I don't know why they did this. Did they mess this up? How did they mess up three years? It's like two years and like three or four months. And um, I actually had to call the, the board of pharmacy up there because I wasn't sure. And they actually said that they, re- when you renew for the first time, they reset it so that it expires the month before your birthday. And I was like, well, I don't really like that because I remember when I got it, like, I think that would be better to keep it consistent. I know I got it in June. I can keep it consistent, but September actually also works out for me. That's, that's, it actually, September is the month before my birthday. And that's also when Pennsylvania renews. So it's like a works out for me, but I don't think that's something I knew as a student that all these states had different requirements and the deadlines. So I think that's something you want to do your research to make yeah. sure that you're compliant with. It's definitely tricky balance yeah. multiple licenses sometimes. So I always tell myself to do my CEs early. I have not been good at it at all the past few years. So hopefully this year I've already done one and you know, we're, we're moving forward. We're going to, we're going to make sure that we do our CEs. So if you want to email me to remind me to do my CEs, go right ahead. If you have done a CE, if you're an alumni and you really liked it, share it with us so that we can all get our CEs done. We are a collective team. Well, you all have to submit your own CEs, but if you find one that you found particularly interesting, yeah, do it and discuss. I'm, um, I'm always looking, I feel like for med safety ones, Pennsylvania requires us to do two hours of med safety. Oh, and I feel like sometimes there's, they're not always out there. Yeah. Um, You know, we also have to do like two hours of opioid, something related to opioid safety. We have to do vaccines. If you Mm -hmm. like two hours of vaccines, if you have a vaccination license and child abuse, but those med safety ones, I feel like I'm always coming in at the end and looking for one. So. Oh, well, if anyone has any med safety CEs, share them, them with, share them with the class. Share yeah. them with the fraternity. Cool. We love it. We love CEs. Mm-hmm. We love CEs at convention too. Yes, we can't Those even always So helpful. I'm always a fan of live CEs. I, I, I really like to just listen. Yeah. I like the live ones too. I also like going to CE conferences I mean, LKS has like the component of CEs yeah. at a conference, but a lot of state organizations will do CE conferences and those are helpful too, because you can network, you learn about what's going on yeah. with your state and it's nice to see what other pharmacists are up to. Yeah. I love, I love our state association in Pennsylvania. Oh my gosh. I will see the Instagram from the Pennsylvania Board of Pharmacy <laughs> and the Pennsylvania pharmacies association yeah all the wilf bar crew and you guys are having a blast like you're having a yield time 
hanging out, you're like seeing activities, like you're doing like routines. I was cracking up. Oh, are you talking about, wait a minute, you're talking about the uh, lip sync battle. Oh, is that what I'm talking about? I don't know. Yes. I think so. Yes. Um, I, yes, they did that. It was the the year right before pandemic and they brought it back this past September because we had our first in-person conference. And the students do a lip sync battle between the schools. Very interesting. Very cool stuff. I mean, it's a lot of fun. That's awesome. We should do that. Ooh, maybe we could do that. Oh. Lip sync battle. Lip sync battle. We'll take it offline. (laughs) (laughs) We'll workshop it to be determined. We'll keep you determined. So we also just want to give a quick shout out to everyone who is going on their residency interviews. We know it's January. Most of the deadlines are by January 1st. So one, congratulations to anyone who submitted that in itself is a huge step. It is. You had to find out what you're interested in. You had to show references that you were worthy of their reference. You had to write about yourself. You had to write those letters of intent. And those that's a challenge in itself. And mm-hmm. it's a lot of work. It's a lot of vulnerability. It's a lot of honest conversations with yourself. It's a lot of saving finances to be able to apply. So we're Kudos. proud of you for that. We're proud of those who were able to secure an interview. That also is a huge step. Yes. So we are. We're thinking of you. We're thinking of you on this journey. Of this journey. And then we'll be excited to hear what everyone has come match day. Yeah. And, you know, we're also thinking about our other grads that are not pursuing residency. You've still got a lot of stuff going on, too. You all do. Also, do you, and I think a lot of the people pursuing community might have already gotten offer letters. So that's very potentially, yeah. Potentially. And then if you are still trying to figure out what you need to do, you know what? So are we, honestly. So you're going to make it happen. Yeah. So we're, and we're just sending vibes to all of you starting your semesters, getting ready to do whatever it is you do. Yeah. Thinking about that time, I mean, it's what, almost mid to late January. It is. Graduation's in May. It is in May. There's a lot to happen. And we'll be talking to you more, but we just wanted to give you guys a special shout out. And we also want to remind you that you need to go on LCAS.org and make sure that you sign up for your first year free of LCAS dues. Yes. I think it's good to remind everybody of that because you know what? So much happens right between now and graduation and so much happened. So we're going to keep reminding you of that. We're going to keep reminding you, you to forget. By the end of this, if you aren't on LKS.org signing up for your first year of graduation or post-grad or new year grad, I always stumble on my words about those things. But basically, once you graduate, your first year is free. Yes. So get on it, sister. I did. Best decision. Yep. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. We're still here. So come hang out with us hopefully in person. So Sarah, tell us what, what are your thoughts for projecting where the podcast is going to go this year? We have a lot of thoughts. We definitely want to have more focused discussions where we might not have like a guest in the sense of telling us about their whole pharmacy journey, but we might have some content experts, AKA sisters. Mm -hmm. (laughs) who can join us in having a discussion about a certain topic. So kind of like 
the podcasts that we might be listening to outside of pharmacy where they kind of, I think a lot of them focus on dating. That's, I mean, I end up listening to a lot of dating podcasts, quite honestly, but they'll like kind of pick a component. So we kind of want to translate that over to pharmacy where it's our sister's we're still talking about pharmacy, but we're kind of focusing on certain components. So whether it's how to interview or parts of an interview or parts of working at the pharmacy or parts of working in the hospital, like we really want to kind of break it down and find some like niche topics Mm -hmm. and have conversations that way. Like we want to give you guys tactics, tangible advice, things that you can implement we want to keep it fun. We want to keep it fresh. We want to laugh. We want to keep the sisterhood. And then we also will kind of mix in the conversations that you have been hearing with guests where we kind of talk about someone's path, someone's journey, and how a sister got to where they are. Yeah, we definitely have a lot of alumni we want on this podcast. Everyone's doing so many cool things out there. So we definitely have a long list of alumni we want on here because everybody's doing awesome things. Everyone. Sisters has so much to offer. LKS sisters are truly top, to quote Letitia, top notch. Yes. Top notch. But we want to keep, you know, we really just want to make sure that everything's relevant. We want to make sure it's still a podcast and we want to make sure it's fun to listen to. And we want to have fun. We want to have fun with you guys. We want to get your input. We really do. Like, I know some of you probably emailed us and they're like, you may or may not have heard from me, but we, we see it. We're just trying mm-hmm. to figure out ourselves so that we can connect with the fraternity. Because at the end of the day, like we said in the beginning, this is for the fraternity. But yeah, that's I think I think that kind of fits where it is. Don't worry, you'll still hear Justine. She's just off doing grand council things this week, so Letitia and I are on the mics. But don't worry, Justine is here and gonna have awesome input as she always does. And you'll be hearing lots of voices. And if you have voices you want to hear, if you have topics you want to hear, like we said, Podcast at lks.org. Email us and we look forward to hearing from you. Yeah, we want to hear from you. So if there's something you want to hear on the podcast or want us to elaborate more on, we, we would love to hear about it. Oh, yeah. I You know us. We love elaborating. I also want to bring back the sister sponsors, like almost like a podcast sister shout out. Yeah. I love that. I love that. If you want us to read messages, if you want us to read a love message to another sister, if you want us to shout out another chapter, if you want us to shout out your region supervisor, we will do that for you. That's a great idea. There's so many people we could shout out. I mean, granted, you'll probably have to pay a little bit to have that done, but you know what? It all goes back to the fraternity. So that's what matters, guys. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're, we're just here to elevate women in pharmacy. And if we're going to do that through the podcast, then we're going to make it the best podcast you've heard. Yes. We're coming back strong in 2022. We're here. We're here. We had a year. We had a year off. The live shows. If we ever have a live in-person convention, I have ideas. Letitia has heard my ideas about what this could be guys and I for one really hope it happens at some point yeah we're here for it we're ready we're really looking forward to that but yeah send us your thoughts send us everything that's yeah. a commentary <laughs> EQV EQV 
Imagine if we just chanted that. EQB. I like that. That has I I I had to think about that for a second. I was like, what what are those initials? So what you just said it. <laughs> Mixing things up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just like what we're doing in this podcast in 2022. Yep. Awesome. Is there anything else we need to tell the people? I don't think so. I think we covered everything. Awesome. Well, in that case, sisters, we'll see you in two shakes of a lamb's tail. If you or your local family farms lamb are interested in sponsoring an episode, please reach out to the podcast hosts or Aaron Regala at LKSHQ. As we work to produce meaningful content for our sisters, please send us an email at lambfoxpodcast at lks.org if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. Additional updates can also be found on the LKS social media channels, Instagram at Lambda Kappa Sigma, Twitter at LKS1913, and Facebook. While you're enjoying Lamb Talks, don't forget to leave us a review, rate five stars, and share with fellow sisters, potential new members, and other pharmacists. We thank you for listening, and we'll see you in two shakes of a lamb's tail.